Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. Father Randall Kiesel here, call it, coming to you from the live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. I hope our good Lord is blessing you with many blessings already this morning. We have a great day. Looking outside my office building window here, we got some storm clouds rolling in. Looks like we're going to get some much needed rain. We've had a lot of heat here this week and last week, and now we're going to get some rain. So we give thanks and praise to God. And have you taken time to pray yet this morning? Uh, if not, I pray that you will and pray much through the day. And we're going to begin our show here at the top of the hour, uh, 9 o'clock, with our prayer. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and enkindle them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever enjoy his consolations. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And let us invoke the help of our Blessed Mother this morning. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And so our good listeners here tuning in to Real Presence Radio. We are live here from the Church of St. Michael, Pine Island, Minnesota. It is a beautiful day, the day made by our Lord to give thanks and praise. We have a wonderful show ahead for you. Hope you'll tune in and stay with us uh, 9 to 11 when we're live from St. Michael and Pine Island. And we have our first caller on uh, line with us, Lynette Noizuska. Lynette, are you with us? I am. Oh, Lynette, thank you for joining us here this morning, and you're going to tell us a little bit about the rosary and on the sidewalks, but first, can you tell us about yourself and where you're from and, and uh, uh, your faith action, where you're from? Um, sure. I'm happily married for eight years now to my Polish husband, Andrzej. We live in New Brighton, Minnesota, um, where I'm self-employed as a senior companion. A little bit about my background and a large part of why I'm here promoting the rosary today is because of my parents. I grew up on a farm in western North Dakota where I was raised and homeschooled with nine siblings. Every morning at 6.30, Mom or Dad would call up the stairs and wake us to pray the family rosary at 7 o'clock. Hmm. They figured out that it was better to pray half awake, refreshed in the morning than half asleep, exhausted at night. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great strategy. Some of our families with young kids might like that. The prayer right away in the morning, that's great. Yep. And it was a good incentive that we knew we couldn't have breakfast without the rosary. <laughs> oh, good. Wow, that's a great strategy. So yeah. so, yeah, our home was raised, or our home was basically a bit like a monastery with lots of ore at labor minus the silence. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it wasn't always easy to make the time to pray on a farm, but, you know, one quickly realizes that 
things are completely out of our control, and we just need to really trust in God's providence and um, through prayer. So my dad would be driving down the field, planting Hail Marys right along with the wheat, and God always provided. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. What a great witness that is. Yeah. But isn't it true, just a little on myself, I grew up on a farm too, and, and some of those experiences where there had to be simple trust and the love of the Lord, and that's right at the heart of our faith. So that's a great yeah, witness. Yeah. Great witness, Lynette. And and so living in New Brighton now, can you tell us a little bit more about your, your life where you're at? Um, well, um, we we try to get you know, involved in our parish and that more. Um, but unfortunately, with COVID now, where this kind of, you know, has been a, put a halt up to that. But um, we just try to keep busy, um, you know, with our work. My husband's at the U of M. And, and like I said, I was, I'm a senior companion. We try to keep up our home, have a little garden, and, you know, just enjoy life. Very good. And you're with us this morning primarily to, to share with us about the Rosary Initiative. Can you tell us about the Rosary yes. Initiative and Devotion to the Rosary and how it started? Um, devotion to the Rosary and how it started. Well, I mean, I mean, that's, I honestly can't say I know exactly about the history. I know it was started by St. Dominic back in, was it like the 1200s? Or the, sure. through Our Lady, yeah. Lady, you know, appearing to him. And it is kind of, you know, there's been kind of an evolution of the rosary throughout the past centuries. Um, you know, it's kind of had its ups and downs, um, but it was, you know, used primarily for um, to fight evil in our society. And um, I truly believe it's it's been a great tool. And I mean, unfortunately, you know, many don't see the importance of it. But um, yeah, so I'm here to promote it because it's been a large part of. Um, you know, my parents raising us and how we were able to get through, you know, life's difficulties. So I just really believe in it. Well, excellent, uh, Lynette. And can you tell us more about the particular initiative that, that you're doing, uh, uh, the Rosary Initiative? Um, well, it was actually started at my Perry St. Charles, Borromeo. Um, I guess I have nothing to do with it other than just getting excited about it and Actually, my priest doesn't even know I'm here today talking about it because I haven't had a haven't had a chance to talk to him. You know, since we haven't with well, all well, the social just, distancing. Would, would you like me to text him? Uh, Father Prisville is my classmate. I can let him know. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> oh, sure. I know him well. I'm sure he'd approve, though. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah, he started it um, on Pentecost weekend this this um, spring here. And it just involves simply praying the rosary quietly or aloud in our neighborhoods. You know, Catholics are encouraged to go out on the sidewalks every Sunday afternoon um, to pray with their hands, with their beads in the hand at the 3 o'clock hour. Oh, and, you know, as good. Catholics, we know that the 3 o'clock hour is the power hour of God's mercy. Yes. So it is, so it is great to take advantage of the potential graces in the hour to help build our community and to one of faith, hope, charity, life. Um, and if everyone goes out at the same time to pray, we not only provide a substantial witness and a sign of hope for our non-Catholic neighbors, but we'll be amazed to see how many Catholics actually live in our neighborhood. And mm. we might even find a rosary partner. <laughs> hey, that's an, so, that's an amazing amazing idea. Not surprising that it's happening there at St. Charles, but amazing idea. So if I were to imagine this, if I'm understanding you right, so at 3 o'clock, 
you mm-hmm. just go out, outside of your front door of your house and you're by the street? Is that is that what you're doing? Um, well, we, you know, like my husband and I, we go on a walk, like, like frequently. And so we've just made an appointment to go out at that hour and we'll walk basically the same sidewalks that we've walked. You know, it can be, I mean, it doesn't need to literally be right on your front sidewalk, you know, just wherever your walks take you. Okay. It'll be somewhere in the neighborhood. So, um, you know, we usually go for a half-hour walk, so, you know, you can get a rosary done in that time. Oh, sure. And so what sort of response has it had uh, among your fellow parishioners? Um, well, again, I have not. We're told to leave church and not talk to people, so I, I really don't know much other than uh, a part of this initiative has involved a large map display in our church atrium of all the homes within our parish boundaries. And um, Father Chisabil has encouraged everyone to commit to praying, actually daily, for a year for the people on our block. And so um, the the area we intend to pray for is highlighted with a blue marker, which is Mary's color, a symbol of Our Lady, uh, that um, a symbol that Our Lady is wrapping her protective mantle around that area. Mm-hmm. And through the rosary, our Mother Mary, you know, she extends her hands out to her children and leads them to her son. Yeah, and so in the, in the recent weeks since it began, it's been really uplifting to see more and more of the map turn blue as mm. people respond to prayerful action. And so I've also seen parishioners walk into Mass carrying their rosary, it brings mm. me hope, so I can only imagine what it must do for those who are desperately seeking a sign of hope. And this no. is actually a quick story. Um, this is actually years back when I was living in Fargo. I lived four blocks from church and would walk most mornings to Mass, and so sometimes I'd pray the rosary. And, well, one day a lady I had never met was in her yard, and she told me, you know, every time I see you walk by, I just know everything's going to be okay. Wow, and so I was I was so touched, and I have no idea what she had observed or she knew I was even going to church, but it really made me realize how much we were being watched. And that's we, right. We never know when God uses our ordinary Catholic practices for His extraordinary work. Yeah, I, so. I think of it as a, in a phrase like John Paul II used: "We, when we're devoted to our Blessed Mother, it's the the fragrance of our Blessed Mother goes out." from the rosary uh-huh. goes out from us praying the rosary and our blessed mother leaves a trail of the the fragrance of peace uh the mm-hmm, the grace exactly. of the holy spirit that that flows out from the heart uh of the mm-hmm. one who is in union with her uh, that's a mm-hmm. well, beautiful testimony mm-hmm. to the mystical witness and prayer of the rosary and if i understand you right so then this initiative and your your parish-wide initiative that do people actually make a commitment and let the parish office know they're doing this and then the, the map is updated of your parish boundaries? Is that what you were meaning when you described how the map turned more blue? So if if someone commits, I mean, God only knows how much we commit. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I unfortunately myself can say I haven't prayed exactly every day, but, you know, I do my best. And so, um, yeah, we're supposed to, you know, individually go and make the area that we wish to pray for blue. So oh, I um, see. Yeah, so, you know, you, know, you can pray... Like, for example, me, I don't live in the, um, within the parish boundaries. I'm just right on the edge. So I pray for the 37th Avenue where I drive all the time to church. 
Yes. So I know when I drive out down that street, I can, you know, be reminded that I'm praying. And so, yeah. Very good, Lynette. Uh, so when you and your husband have been praying this together, uh, could you share any sort of inspirations or how, how has this affected your relationship and your home life? Well, I mean, any any prayer is, you know, really helps us in, I mean, it's, it's basically, you know, when we pray together, it's uh, it's it has the graces that we don't necessarily even see, but, you know, I, I truly believe we can live more peacefully together, you know, we can try to get over those obstacles in life that get us down and that, and um, I, I don't know, God only really knows how it's being used, but I, I truly believe it's important, and that's why we're doing it. Right, and it seems that this may even be a part of something bigger than any of us could uh, possibly understand. You mentioned how God is using it. There is a mystery to that, and even thinking mm-hmm. of uh, violence that erupted in Minneapolis and mm-hmm. also then has spread through the world. And here we learn of an effort for the rosary right in Minneapolis. You're at, I know where St. Charles is. It's actually in the, the, the little suburb of St. Anthony, but it's really right in the midst of Minneapolis there in the north, north right. end. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a beautiful neighborhood. Uh, but uh, knowing my classmate, Father Prisville, it's not surprising that he would have this great idea. Um, so... What what else have you had any conversation? I know you mentioned you haven't had much for feedback on how other people are impacted, but any chance you might have heard from other parishioners, or is there a, a Facebook uh, or anything on a website to, that describes it, maybe in the parish bulletin, if people want to look it up? You know, it's been in our bulletin every week since Pentecost. Um, I've not been on the website, so I'm not really sure. But yeah, it's. I'm very happy that he's advertising this because, you know, people might think, oh, well, that's a good idea, but they, they're not ready to commit yet, so if they see it repeatedly, that's what's going to, you know, God's going to kind of tug at their heart, and, you know, one day they'll finally say yes. So Very we, good. We, just, we need to advertise it all over. We need to advertise it like you, you know, people advertise for money, you know, campaigns and stuff. We see it, you know, on our bulletins on our um, website, the, you know, even, well, the bishop, you know, in, in the case of like a diocesan campaign, they'll do a video or, you know, nowadays we could do social media and it's just, it needs to spread. Yes. Thank you, Lynette. And for our listeners, we're with Lynette Noizuska from the Church Noish- of St. Noiszewska. <laughs> Noiszewska, thank you. Noishevska. That's a real Polish name. Uh, Lynette Noiszewska from the Church of St. Charles in St. Anthony, Minnesota, a little suburb of uh, Minneapolis. And she's speaking with us about getting our rosary beads and getting on the sidewalk, a parish initiative. And we're going to take a short break here now, so stay with us. And we'll be back with Lynette here in just a few moments. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. 
At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. We have all lost someone to the reality of death, some more tragic than others. I'm Father Chris Alar. While grieving is a natural process, it helps if you know how to navigate your way through it. As my friend Sammy Wood says, you can never get over a tragic loss, but you can get through it. Come to know the stages of grief, which are acute, integrated, and complicated grief. Seek help whenever needed, either from a friend or especially from medical professionals. There is no shame in asking for help. Remember, Jesus accepted the help of his followers while bearing the weight of the cross on his way to Calvary. Don't go it alone. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small-town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning. Father Randall Kazel back here at the Church of St. Michael. We're Real Presence Live coming to you from Pine Island. And we're glad we're with us. And we're here with Lynette Noishuska. And she lives uh, in Minneapolis and near the Church of St. Charles Borromeo in Minneapolis, where the pastor there started a rosary initiative asking parishioners to get out of their homes and pray the rosary and let others in the neighborhood see them praying the rosary, to be public witnesses of devotion to Mary, love for God, and a desire for peace. Lynette, it's great to have you with us this morning. Thanks for taking time uh, to tell us about your love for the rosary and this incredible rosary initiative. Sure. And so, Lynette, uh, for our listeners who are with us, can uh, maybe inspired to do something like this in their neighborhoods. Uh, what advice would you have uh, to try to start doing this in their own neighborhoods and maybe even work with their own local parishes, such as you're doing? So, um, yes, I would say first, um, just go out there yourself to pray. Um, I know people have a fear about doing it, but, you know, um, at Confirmation, we were given that gift of fortitude, you know, when we were made a soldier of Christ, and it, it, it helps us to overcome that fear that so many of us can have. So, um, you know, and just grab your rosary and go out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, if you don't want to pray alone, <clears throat> invite your family or friends to join you. And, you know, I was thinking what a powerful witness it would be to see a young family praying the rosary, walking down the sidewalk on a nice summer evening. And it's some of the best evangelization is from children with those innocent smiles. Um, so, yes, 
Smile to those you pass. Be the loving face of Christ to others. And don't try to hide your rosary for, for fear someone is watching. The rosary is the gospel on a string, and if we hide it from others, how will they learn about it? Um, and so, yeah, I would say do it first yourself and then encourage others and encourage your pastor to get the entire parish involved. Catholics are looking for ways to be proactive, but many don't know what to do or just need some encouragement. Um, like a family, if the children are not told what to do or don't see their fathers practicing the faith, it's unlikely they will stay Catholic. So we need to see our spiritual fathers more frequently giving ideas, reminders to practice those simple traditions of our faith that are often so <clears throat> that have often fallen by the wayside. And then I was thinking another good thing to do would be to start a parish rotary procession in the months of, of May and in October. Another thing could be um, to do like a first Saturday, first Sunday of the month where you invite your fellow parishioners together and divide into smaller groups and spread out within the church boundaries. So, yeah, the more often we are out there, the more Christ's light will shine in our dark world. Oh, those are all great ideas. And and uh, I'm I'm also aware of other times that Adding on to the the wonderful list that you had, I, I know here in Pine Island, uh, I've had parishioners organize uh, a rosary rallies where we were up here in Pine Island's just a little town. We have three thousand people versus Minneapolis. I don't know how many thousands, probably a couple hundred thousand. But here in Pine Island, mm-hmm. we've organized rosary rallies. We had one at the park here a few years ago. We put up a sign. You know, we're praying the rosary. We prayed the rosary like seventy of us, and then we've also had it on the sidewalk. Uh, mm-hmm. Near near downtown, you know, our downtown is a, a four way stop intersection. <laughs> no stoplights in Pine Island, and uh, but we were there at the quarter, and we had many people wave, many honk. It was by and large just very positive that we were just there giving witness. Uh, but I'm inspired by this idea of just each day, generally, you know, as best you can. You know, obviously, you might other days you might be traveling or whatever, have some busyness going on, but but making that attempt to go into public and give a witness of the gospel and to have that strength. And Lynette, can you tell me uh, and tell our listeners a little bit about how you experience simply praying the rosary? Because maybe we have some listeners out there that simply don't pray the rosary every day. Um, And so this idea of going in public and praying the rosary, uh, they may need a little more explanation on why should I even pray the rosary each day, much less go in public and show people. And I can think maybe some might be, might be, might wondered like well isn't that being a bit prideful that we would go in public and try to let people see us shouldn't we just do that in the quiet of our home how how would you answer those few things Lynette well you know I mean we're not supposed to um we're supposed to be the light of Christ to the world so how how are we supposed to do that other than you know just living out our faith and that's that's what I do you know I pray the rosary so why not just take it out on the street I have to personally admit I'm not perfect. I have had a fear, you know. Um, my husband and I, we've gone out before this even started, you know, to pray the rosary off and on. Sometimes I've had beads, sometimes I'm not, but I honestly, I've I've felt like hiding them, and, it's, and I don't know why. It's like, it's just, I mean, I believe it's the devil, you know, trying to, to say, oh, you know, you, you can't push your faith on this someone, you know. It's like he'll try to get us to believe anything, you know, other than doing it. So, you know, I just try to 
silence those evil voices and just do it. And, um, you know, it's like this didn't involve the rosary. One time I actually was wearing a, uh, one of those 40 Days for Life buttons, and I decided, okay, I'm going to wear it publicly. And I got, like, just yards outside of my apartment where I was living at the time, and someone encounter, someone actually said, oh, what's, what are you wearing there? And, I mean, my heart's beating, like, <laughs> like really fast. And it uh-huh. turned out the guy was, like, did not know about 40 Days for Life, and he says, wow. And he actually listens to EWTN. So we just had a beautiful conversation, and he thanked me for wearing it, and it was just wonderful. So wow. it's it's smart. We just got to get over that fear. Yes. Yes, that's right. And I, I can join you in that uh, sort of experience as well. I, I think you're aware that oftentimes on Fridays, I'll go to the Planned Parenthood abortion clinic in, in St. Paul. Mm-hmm. I pray the rosary there at three o'clock. Good for you. Yeah. And uh, we oftentimes, well, sometimes we get honked at and other times we, we get jeered at, uh, um, sometimes more or less regarding the jeers and different sorts of things. Uh, but last week was interesting. There was a car that stopped and honked very loudly. The, the gentleman rolled down his window, and I was expecting to get you know, jeered at rather seriously that time. However, he was very complimentary, and he was, had positive words. It kind of made my day, because <laughs> mm-hmm. we know we're, we yes, know we're yes. witnesses. We're witnesses for a much bigger um, agenda, the, what God has in mind, and what we are mm-hmm. to do for the good Lord. And the rosary is at the heart of it. Um, so what would you say to someone who maybe is not in the habit of praying the rosary and, and what would be your encouragement for them, Lynette? I, yeah, just, you know, try to, you know, if you want to learn more about, you know, the gospel, it's, it's the place to do it. And, and Mary, Mary's our best teacher, you know, she's, she's always our mother and she can have us there right on her knee teaching the, you know, truth of her son to us and uh, we just need to you know if you if you have a problem praying it just gets something um that actually helps you like recently i just started doing a scriptural rosary it, it takes like 10 minutes longer but it's very beautiful and it helps me stay focused and it just doesn't get so you know repetitious you know mm-hmm. so i i really like it yeah um, so if i understand so, you right it it sounds that the what someone who is learning to pray the rosary or might look to pick it up, uh, a relationship with our Blessed Mother develops, a mystical relationship, but a true relationship where she mm-hmm. shows herself as a mother. And I think what I learn especially is that she shares Jesus with us. She shares exactly. his love and friendship. She teaches us how to love him and especially to understand his love for us, which we can s- scarcely even imagine how much he loves us and how how worthy of trust is his love for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the rosary is that great instrument uh, for that. Well, Lynette, we're nearing our time, the end of our time together, but can you share with us any final thoughts or encouragements or maybe a, a few stories or anecdotes that you might have uh, on mind at this time? I would say do not be afraid. You know, the only thing we need to fear is not doing anything. Evil spreads when we stop praying. Oh, and no good advice. In- yeah, no soldier enjoys going to battle, but he finds courage to do so to protect his country. And so we also find the courage to go out there to protect our family, church, and country and bring souls to Christ. And and then the second thing would be be committed. Don't just go out once, but every Sunday if possible. And, and if you're out of town, pray in someone else's neighborhood. 
Um, and then three, never underestimate the power of your prayers. If we always knew the amazing things God is doing on account of our prayers, we would actually probably become proud. So in God's mercy, I believe he protects us from this temptation to pry by only occasionally let us, letting us to see the fruits of our prayers. So keep praying and leave the rest to God. Oh, praise God, Annette. Uh, excellent advice and witness for our Lord. We're just finishing up here with Annette Noishuska uh, from St. Charles Borromeo in Minneapolis. You can find their website through Googling their website, St. Charles Borromeo. We're talking about the Rosary Initiative, how the faithful at St. Charles go out each Sunday, pray the Rosary while going for a walk in their neighborhood. Lynette, thank you so much for being with us. Up next thank here you on so Real Presence. Oh, you're welcome, Lynette. Publix Live on Real Presence Live. We'll be talking with a priest from the Diocese of Rapid City about today's ordination and installation of Bishop Elect Muich. And we'll Real Presence Live will carry that ordination and installation live, immediately following Real Presence Live here this morning. And coming up later, we'll have another priest with us to talk about how he is ministering to those who have COVID 19 and what has been his experience on serving those patients. All this and much more coming up next. Be sure to stay tuned with us here, Real Presence Live.